This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. Remain blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we just quickly speak in, this, in tongues for, for, for just a few minutes? What we are asking God is to help us this morning. We are asking him to give us light, to give us understanding, so that we, won't, we will not only hear his words this morning, we will be the doers in the name of Jesus. We ask, O oh God, for understanding. We ask for illumination this morning that we will not only be hearers of your word, we will be doers. In the name of Jesus, we ask, O oh God, that you speak to us, O oh God, in the name of Jesus, that we will not only hear your word, we will run with it. In the name of Jesus, we ask for your help this morning. We ask for your help this morning. We ask for your help. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. For in Jesus' mighty name I prayed. Amen. Welcome to church. Amen. Okay, so we are going to continue on our book review today. Seven guaranteed strategies for financial success. And of course, I know this year, everybody wants to be successful financially. And we trust God that as we do this even early in, early this year, by the end of this year, we will have every course, you know, to say, thank God we did this. Amen. Amen. So we, we are going to continue. I will start with... Um, Telling you about what came to mind sometimes last year. I had like an eye-opening experience after I joined um, an online marketing platform. You know, I had a bit of struggle. Of course, every other person, I was seeing their testimonies, how they are making money and all of that. But of course, the next thing for me to do, as in like the normal me, is to actually give up. In as much as I know this works, I can easily say, I don't think this works for me. But for some reasons, and I know with the help of God, I knew that I might not be making money now, but this is where I'm supposed to be. So I just started asking myself questions like, what am I supposed to do? What am I not doing? You know, what is it exactly? And I refused to give up, and I kept at it. Then it came to mind one day, after those days of struggling, and I know that one thing stood out for me from people that are getting results 
And I know that they are making noise in court. They are making noise somewhere. And they are making noise somehow. And they are getting attention. So those two things stood out for me. They are not making, I'm not saying they are just disturbing the environmental, but they are making noise about what they do. And they are getting a lot of attention. And of course, when you get a lot of attention with what you are making noise about, it's just a matter of time. Results will begin to come. So I now said, okay, so how do I get attention? What noise am I supposed to be making? Then where am I supposed to be making this noise? So then I concluded that I needed a community of people. It's not just about come and buy, come and buy. You come and buy. I just concluded in my heart that I need a community of people. I need a constant flow of traffic. Like how do I get it? How do you know? How do I get started? So um, I decided to start um, gathering people into a particular platform so that I can give value to them. And in, in turn, they will know me, they will like me, and they can trust me. So I, I got started. So when I now started to you know, make noise in quotes about what I stand for. Now, I'm not telling them to come and buy anything. What I'm only doing is I'm adding value to some set of people. Of course, we are not called to do everything. All you just need to do is to discover what you are good at and you start making noise about that. Sorry, the noise is sounding like it's a bad thing, Abby. It's not a bad thing. It's good to make noise about what you know how to do best. Of course, if I sell rice now and I shout and I go, please come and buy your rice. So my rice is stone free. It's clean. I do it first Sunday. Nobody pay attention. The next Sunday I come again. Come and buy rice. So there will be a day that I will say, what is this lady self making noise about? Then I get your attention. I just stood on a platform of church. Did you get me now? Okay, so what we are talking about is standing on a platform. Apart from the fact that you have a skill, you've refined your skill, what platform are you standing on? There are a lot of skilled people that are still in their rooms. Nobody knows them except their parents. There is this guy that I read about his story. He doesn't talk. He's just on TikTok. What he does is he will play a video for you and he'll do his hand like this. But when he started... He has just two views, his daddy and his landlord. But he kept at it. He was just being like this. Nobody knows how his voice sounds like. In a way, he's not making verbal noise, but he's making noise. People know him as... And he started getting attention. As at today... Is a brand ambassador of one of, I don't know if it's Nike or one of the brand ambassador. He now has over 200 million followers by just doing. When you look at me and I do like, if I do it long enough, won't you say this lady that does, 
you know. So standing on a platform is the um, what we are talking about today. The major reason why we are studying and reviewing this book is to know what to do in the area of our finances. You know, a lot of people say this is actually the best time anyone anyone can make money. This is the best time because everyone is on social media. And social media is actually a platform to stand on. Amen. A lot of people are scared. A lot of people are really scared out there. Because if you tell them it's easier to make money now. Or because I was telling, I can't think it's that I was telling Sister Debbie yesterday that I had a conversation with some few persons that I know. And I told them that, when are you starting your channel? In fact, some might go as far as, I see you as somebody that can do this. I give them like ideas of what I'm talking about. Even yesterday, I still did it. I saw something online and I forwarded it to somebody. I said, go and study that person and try to do something out of that. You too, create your own. You know, start something. Let people know you. Let people see you. But I noticed that people are more afraid because they feel they have nothing to give. It's okay to feel that way in the beginning. It's fine. If you feel you don't have value to actually give at the moment, it's okay. But it can be gotten. Skills can be learned. And when you are learning the skills, you give back. One of the things, one of the ways you make noise is to teach what you know. What do I know? How can I start to teach? How can I start to teach people on this platform? So, um, okay, if you don't have, like I said, it can be gotten and it can be learned. Then you will now go to which is my preferred platform. For me, I'm in love with Facebook. For Sister Debbie, she's YouTube. For you, it can be TikTok. For somebody else, it's LinkedIn. For another person, it's Instagram. Just stay at it. Just somebody was telling me that it is even easier to build audience from all those TikTok, Instagram then push them to somewhere else when you've gained ground. When you've gained enough ground, then you can push your audience elsewhere. Of course, they already know you. So they will easily go and, you know, join any platform you want them to join. Okay, so then you choose your preferred platform. I've mentioned some, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, LinkedIn, and many others. You get started. Then you face it squarely. You don't give up because it requires consistency. It was when I started doing shots every day. That was when I knew that this thing that we called platform is not, is not small work. But in the end, I became my... I've gathered all the skills in the world. I became my videographer. I became my photographer. I became my video editor. I became my graphic designer. I became my social media manager. In all of this. In all of this. And at the same time, I'm promoting my page somehow. So you won't just sit down and say, ah, this thing is not for me. No. You will learn skills. As of two years ago, if you asked me to come and design, I said, how do they do it? 
But now we leverage on platforms to be able to do these things. And once you start in this space, you will see, if you look left, you will see somebody that is doing something. If you look right, you will see somebody that is doing something. And you begin to, how do you do it? How do, because you need to improve your skills. You can't just sit down and say, oh, um, oh um, I'm just doing this thing. This is how I know how to do it. And, uh, and your video is not good. The quality of your video from six months ago is still the same as today. It's not supposed to be so. You improve your skills. Then you'll be willing to go extra miles. You need other people's input. Like this year, I've already done a debriefing session with my husband. What do you think? Ask people for feedback from what you are doing. Ask them for feedback like, what am I doing? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? Like this year now, my husband has said, I think you are, you are like going um, out of what you are doing a bit. Maybe you should come back to perspective. So I'm back. I'm going again. Like Pastor Fumi used to say, don't continue in error. Uh, uh, no, I didn't get that phrase well. But it just means that don't continue in error. You won't be doing wrong thing and you expect to continue. So I don't want to say everything on this platform. I have other people to help me. So Sister Muyo. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Our moderator has finished everything. Right, I trust God to be very brief. Right, so we are considering standing on a platform. And um, generally, everybody is plagued with what platform do I have to get on? Every individual has that uh, challenge. And then how? The other one is how do I get to stand on that platform? How do I go about it? But then, one has to make effort. Because everything about life, like since um, the 2019, 2020, we've been having this word on our faces, intentionality. So everything about life is deliberate effort. One has to make a proactive approach and deliberate effort to make sure that you get that platform and you stand on it. Because it is said that life answers to what you demand out of it. If we would just say, I wish, he said, if wishes were horses, <laughs> we will fly, we will gallop, we will soar, but it doesn't happen that way. So one has to make a demand of what he or she wants to get out of this life. If not, one would just be there. Just like the man that was um, at Bethsaida, beside that pool for a whole 38 years. Just wishing and wishing and first year, second year, and it went on like that until Jesus in his mercy found him. If Jesus was not there, he would have remained beside that pool, wishing to have someone to push him in. And I know that those people that got their healing actually trust themselves into that pool. So they were able to go in first before him. Praise the Lord. So in life, we must not sit with kill Sarah, Sarah. What will be, will be. We must always keep pushing. This admonition, uh, admonishment to us is that we should as much as possible be proactive. Proactivity means, or being proactive means you are thinking forward. 
within this period and this period, what could have happened? There's something I love about my husband, and um, I am praying that God will help me. That's why he's a very proactive person with his job. There are some things that they are now doing now that he has developed years back, and he had worked in that particular place, and it, he had worked on those things, and you know, now bringing it to those things, somebody was like, ah, um, you are the one that has answers to everything. Please help us with this thing. And these things, you know, sometimes he will sit with me and say, I'm thinking about this thing. I want to work on it. I want to develop this. I want to do this. And he will just sit all by himself and keep working on it and keep working on it and just keep it somewhere. So now even in the present job, there are, there are things he had done before that those things are now useful for them in that work. So being proactive actually forge, uh, helps us to forge ahead on our platforms. Praise the Lord. And he gave a story of a man that was sitting beside, um, that was just lying beside um, a river bank and uh, with his uh, fishing hook, just jollying <laughs> if a fish will come along or not. And then there was this businessman that was, okay, let me just get some time to go. He's of stress, and he was looking at me, and I, I'm sure I was so angry. Huh? Me that I've been working, my head is hot. This person is just lying down, doing nothing. I said, ah, how can you be like this, and you're not doing anything? And the man was like, you know, you used to be like, what's your own, what's your business? You have nothing to do with me, just let me be. And he said, ah, you could have worked more, and you earned more things. And the person was like, what will be my reward? I said, yeah, when you, your reward is that when you do more, you're able to catch more fish, you're able to get more money. Then what will be my reward? When you get more money, you buy a boat, a fishing boat, you're able to get more fish. And then what will be my reward? The man kept answering, what, what will be my reward? And said, and when you get more fish, you're able to employ more workers, then you do more, you, get, you are able to scale up, and then you, you, you know, get branches and the rest. I just use that. And he said, then what will be my reward? <laughs> I'm sure the other man would have been frustrated. Is this, is this person not thinking right? And he said, um, but then you'll be able to relax and you know that you have really worked hard. And he said, what do you, do you think I am doing? That means I've done all the work I actually needed to do. What I'm doing is relaxing. And that's one thing that uh, Pastor Dale looked at Jesus about passive um, income. Because you have spent years building that you're just relaxing and earning that passively. Praise the Lord. So he talked about... Um, Night skills to gain visibility. And um, the first thing, uh, um, uh, where I will stop is just the first one. And um, it talked about knowing one's objective. Like we usually say, if there is no goal, then there is nothing to run after. If we don't have an objective, if you don't have what you have, there's something in your mind that you want to achieve. If that is not base, if there is, that, because that's the foundation of setting out. Okay, I have this idea in my heart. I want to do this. I want to do this. There is a particular idea I've been brooding on. Recently, uh, for some time, the, the thing actually went off because I got kind of frustrated. And, um, you know, I just got to a point I was like, I'm just passionate about people eating healthy. At least even if it is breakfast. You know, I see a lot of people rush and just eat anything, pack things into their system and just go. So I was like, can I get a breakfast cafe and just people eat healthy meals, you know? And in the course of that, you are helping people. Some people might have health issues. You can actually talk with them. And I'm sure that over time, they think can go forward to lunch. 
So, I, you know, that thing was just within me for some years, and after some years, it just went off. So, there is a goal. You know, you have that aim that this is what I want to achieve. And as one keeps building, like, organizations have vision and mission statements. There is this vision. This is the goal we want to. So, what's the mission? Your mission will keep you in your customer's mind. And I, I want to say that your vision will keep your customers constantly in your own mind. Because the two works together. The vision and the mission works together. So one of the main tips is get an objective. Know what you want to do and then we run with it. Praise the Lord. I'll hand over to the next person. Brother Tokwe. Good morning, church. Okay, I'll be continuing from where Sister Muyo stops. Still on tips for gaining visibilities. She already spoke about knowing your objective. While I move next to the um, to improve your skills daily, improving your skills daily. How do we do that? For we to gain visibility, we should um, in whatever we find ourselves, we should try and improve ourselves. Don't just be known for one particular thing in what you do. Okay, this is okay. They know that okay, the shadow that will put plantain on the fire with hoy. No. How do you improve? Search, Google search, ask questions. What can you do to make this business grow up the bit? Another thing is uh, okay. Yeah, watching tutorials is very, very yeah, important also. When you watch tutorials, it will teach you more. You will gain more. You have more knowledge about your business, and it will make you um, gain more visibility on, like, other businesses, you know, other, other uh, partners in which you're in the same business. At least something will stand out. Something will make you stand out. Um, Proverb twenty-two twenty-nine says, Do you see someone skilled in their work? They will serve before kings. They will not serve before uh, uh, low ranks. Yes. Why? Because when, 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 when you are skilled in your work, when you are skilled in your work, the, 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 the places where you will be, be, you, be recommended, there will be high top places. Not, uh, okay, you started from somewhere, yes. But before you know it, you go higher. Why? Because you are skilled. You are skilled. You've, you've added more into it than just, okay, I, I'm just good at dancing. No. If you are good at dancing, what else do you do to improve your dancing? The third one is have review session with your superiors. Yes. In whatever you do, in your line of business, you have people that are in the same line with you, but they are, they, they've gone far beyond you. Don't be too... Uh, the, um, don't be too pompous or don't be too big to feel, okay, oh, I, I can't go to this person. Why? Because she be, uh, is my, no, I don't want to. So that the person will be looking at, down on me like, okay, so you are coming to me for mentorship. No, go. If you want to improve yourself, if you want, if you want to give it, go. Miss them. Let them um, show you, okay, this is how it is. It is okay, I'm, this is what I'm doing. Am I doing well? How am I doing? Let them give you reviews. Let them give you feedback about what you are doing. And what you are not doing, they'll be able to put you through. They'll be able to go, okay, this, this way, you have to go this, uh, this time, do it this way. That will also help us a lot in gaining visibility. 
in our personal lives and our businesses. Another one is, um, okay, going extra miles. Going, uh, going extra miles. Yes. Don't just... Um, when, when you go extra miles, it is not a show-off. Many people will feel, okay, ah, if I start to shoot this one, wouldn't they think I'm just showing off? I, I'm very sure. When, when he said he stays um, at work after, after uh, working hours, I believe some of his partners that, uh, that, uh, that, that knew he does that would have been thinking, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I believe that. That, they, that would be all in their mind, I don't know. No. No. It is good. Go extra miles. What, what are the things you need to do to, um, um, to keep pushing it? It is not, it is not, um, it is for your, it is for your own good. Although at that moment, you might not see it. Although, it can also be, it, it can also be that too, depending on your state of mind. Why are you going extra mind? Is it to show as well? Well, if it's not that, then it's, yes, yes. So, another one is um, giving, um, giving attitude. Stop giving attitude. Many people give attitude. Your attitude alone will disqualify you. There are some people, when you meet them for the first time, the kind of attitude, the kind of approach you give to them will determine if they will do business with you. Will even determine how they want to relate with you. But if you don't have a good attitude towards, uh, you don't have a good attitude, nobody wants to relate with you. Not to talk of listening to what you have for them or trying to convince them to buy your products or trying to convince them to buy your products. Deliberately organize and acknowledge other people's contributions. Yes. Acknowledge other people's contributions. Don't, um, don't, don't say, Kene, Kene, sir. You are off point. It is wrong. Nothing. But when you acknowledge, ah, yes, it will make them feel, uh, feel valued. Feel respected. They will, they, they will be, they, 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 they will be even happy to come back again. And by doing that, you are gaining more visibility. Because by the time one tells one, other in that kind of way, that man, ah, uh, no, forget, is 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 a sweet soul. When you hear that one, is a sweet soul. Know that you've added more to your visibility. Because for someone to have to to have complimented you that way, it shows that definitely you've done something. You've showed something. Before someone can give you that kind of a compliment, write journals. Be a documented person. Don't just is don't just do it all with mouth. When you are documented, you'll be able to um, um, to find more alignments. Things that you um, uh, even when when you are forgetting some things, but you since you already have them in documents jotted down, you'll be able to go back to it. They'll be able to draw you back to it. Another way, way of gaining visibility is uh, make use of the social media. Write that, you, you can write content about your products. Write content, um, engage, engage with, your, um, with people, with your customers. Participate in extracurricular activities. Yes. Don't, many, many, many people are, are always glue to what they do alone. I'm put in this position. My position is just to take money, just to okay, collect money and write down the amount I collected. No. 
Well, you know, there are other things you can do to help out. Do it. That way you are getting visibility for yourself, even for your, um, um, for your business. Why? Because you are not limited to that position alone. You are not staying glued to that position alone. Um, lastly, okay, I just go on how to keep a professional relationship. One, be a deliberate networker. Be a deliberate networker. Always be an helping hand. Don't just don't look at what you want to receive alone. What do you want to give? What do you want to give? Don't be pushy. Don't be pushy. Many people. Many people are always pushy. They are always too desperate. Over desperate. Right. But when, when you're over too desperate, right, people, people uh, uh, that want to even um, help you, they, they will just be like, no, this person, I can't deal with this kind of person. Why? Right? Because your desperation is even higher, too much. Too much than theirs. Register your business. It's always good to register your business with CAC. It will help you gain more visibility because they believe when it, ah, this business is registered, ah, government approved this. Ah, no, definitely there's something. Lastly, talk with a business advisor. Yes, talk with a business advisor. Let them advise you. Let them advise you. Amen. Praise God. Okay, today I'll be talking about stay consistent in delivering value. Stay consistent in delivering value. According to this writer, he defined consistency as uh, being committed to carrying out an activity or completing a task. Emphasis on completing a task. Uh, I realize that the world we're in, the way God created the world, the universe, the laws that apply, the world does not really recognize people who start but people who stay true to the end, who finish. I just wanted to create a scenario. Imagine somebody that is pregnant, and uh, this month you're pregnant, and next month you say, I'm tired of carrying this baby. You, this baby, calm down. And next month you're saying you want to pick up the baby again. You'll notice that at the end, uh, there won't be, this person won't be celebrated for bringing forth life to this world because it didn't stay consistent till the end. So it is important in building wealth, in growing financially, in becoming successful. It is important that we learn that discipline of consistency. We see a lot of people who have started a lot of great things in this life, but you don't see them being remembered except people who follow through to the end. That is when you get celebrated. Somebody that is uh, running a race, for example, is when you get to the finish line, you get celebrated. They don't celebrate people and say, oh, this person took off first. This person was the first person to start running. No, they celebrate people that got to the finish line, people that got to the end of the race. So it is important that we cultivate the habit of consistency. And one thing that is very, very uh, consistent with consistency, they are like two Siamese twins, is discipline. And uh, one of my mentors uh, defined discipline as C 
seeing through what you started, anything you start, being able to make sure you see it through to the end, that is discipline. You start something, you finish it. Very, very important. So it is important in our journey as we strive to become financially successful. It's very important that we learn to stay consistent. He gave an example of Daniel, you know, that was working with the king. Because a lot of people have excuses. There's a common phenomenon of people who say, oh, I'm busy this, I'm busy that, I'm busy this. Uh, Things that you desire to achieve, you feel, oh, I'm busy. But one thing that Daniel was able to do, despite his busy schedule, imagine working in Asurok. You know, you're attending to the president and all of those things. He still had time to pray three times a day. I'm sure I was able to look at his schedule and fit in those times. They, because the, God is faithful. God is just. He gave all of us 24 hours, including the president of the United States. Everyone has 24 hours. So that nobody will have an excuse. That, oh, maybe this person has more time than I have. Everybody has equal time. What is now important in, is how we're able to plan our time to be able to put in the things that are important there was a three minutes video I watched earlier this year. I, I was privileged to join a group of people reading the Bible, like a, a challenge that we're finishing first uh, testament, sorry, New Testament in one month. So one of the videos they shared was that there was this person, I think he's a businessman, and uh, they kept inviting him to fellowship, like the way we do PCG. And he kept saying, uh, he's busy, he's busy, he's busy. I think he's, he's a Bible study or something. He kept saying he, he, he was busy. And at a point, he got down with his health and he couldn't do anything again. At that point, he now started taking God seriously because he needed help, he needed God's help and all of those things. And he was able to shut down all the I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. Everything was put on old, and then he focused on God. Ah, God, I need help. Oh. He needed to build his work with God and all of those things. Uh, and the person was saying that the truth is we all create time for things that are important to us. If you give excuse for not doing something because you are busy, it's just because it's, you don't see it as important. If it's really important, you create time for it. Because we all have 24 hours. And that same 24 hours, some people are doing some amazing things with their 24 hours than some other people. So nobody really has an excuse. We can uh, learn from the life of Daniel how he was able to stay consistent in, uh, what's it called? in his work with God. Because that is actually what will keep us going. Uh, another thing... The writer mentioned, uh, he talked about the story of the tortoise and the, the hare. And, uh, you know, even when I started the story, I was like, I, I don't believe it's real for me, but I, I got the message because I'm like, how will the tortoise win? It's, <laughs> it's funny, very, very funny. You know, the, the tortoise is slow and all of that. But the saying that came to mind was that slow and steady wins the race. If you're consistent, it's better to be slow and you're consistent than you are fast and you are not consistent. So it's very important in whatever thing we're doing. You're working for someone, you have a business, you're running, 
stay consistent. If you're doing uh, nine to five, don't be that person that you're always giving excuse of not coming to work. And at the slightest opportunity like this, you want to call, I won't be able to come, I'm this, I'm that. You know, be consistent in giving value. Let them know that if no one else will show up, Fumi will show up. Let them know that if every other person is uh, going this way, not doing the way they're supposed to do, they're not being compliant, this person will not be that. And it's, it doesn't happen overnight. You have to be consistent in doing good for them to be able to say, oh, if it's this, I know this person won't do this. It is very important that we stay consistent. Okay, so the question I asked myself is, that, okay, we've been saying consist, being consistent, consistent. So how do we cultivate this culture of consistency? Uh, the writer mentioned a number of things, but he didn't talk about what and what to do to be consistent. Because one thing I noticed in our world is that a lot of people have challenged with consistency, a lot of people. And that is one of the reasons we have very few successful people. People come up with ideas. There are a lot of ideas flow through people's mind every single day. And, uh, but you see that maybe it's only 1% that follow through to the end. So I came up, uh, I was able to do some research and I, I found some things that can help us to stay consistent in whatever thing we're doing. And the first thing is that you should have a clear vision and goal for your business. If you're running a business or if you're a career person, have a clear vision and goal for whatever thing you're doing. As a business person, what is your vision for the business? What is your goal? And make sure that you look at your goal consistently every single day if possible look at your goal it helps because it puts you back on track everybody have that tendency of veering uh, and i learned that that's why they always do cost correction even for aircraft for them to remain on track everybody have that tendency every human being have that tendency of veering away from the goal but if you have your goal written down, you have a clear vision, you are able to go back to the drawing board and um, able to stay on track. Uh, the second one is saying set realistic deadline for yourself and stick to them. Very, very important. Set realistic deadline. Know that, okay, I can achieve this within this time. Then fit that into, uh, what's it called, the deadline you're giving yourself. Don't do... Don't set unrealistic goals. Don't try to say, uh, say you want to do things that is not realistic. Because if you say you want to achieve it and then you are not able to achieve it, it uh, brings discouragement. You are not able to forge it. But if you are able to achieve the small, small goals, it gives you a lot of excitement to be able to go ahead and achieve bigger goals. So I want us to incorporate that into our lives. Uh, the third point I have here says, create a routine for yourself that helps you stay productive. It is very important. Have a routine that helps you stay productive. For me, it's exercise. When I pray and I exercise, I'm always productive. Any day I start, like I, I'm starting the day, I pray. I spend time praying, studying the word, and I do my exercise. I'm always very, very productive. So have a routine. Know the things that work for you. Some people love to start their day with water. 
know what works for you, know things that will help you stay productive. And it's not just for me, it's been proven that when you exercise, it actually helps your productivity. So it is very, very important that we uh, have a routine, that you know that this routine helps me to be productive. And uh, uh, my fourth point here says delegate tasks whenever it's possible. And that is one thing. There was a video I did. I don't know if I've put it out yet or I'm still editing. I can't remember. But I'm going to put it out if I have not. That video, I was talking about uh, the power of not trying to do everything by yourself, especially as a business owner, because a lot of uh, entrepreneurs are just starting out, have that temptation to try to want to do everything by themselves. And then when you try to do everything by yourself, you easily burn out. And then it affects your consistency. So it is important that we learn to delegate tasks. We need to employ people, get more people. One thing that has helped us in our business is that at a very early uh, stage of the business, we got people to start working with us. We actually learned that from Pastor Richard. Part of the financial intelligence training we've been doing that. Don't try to do everything by yourself. That time, I was not used to cut grass. When pastor said it in church, don't cut the grass of your house. Get somebody to do it. Do something more productive with your time. So when you employ people, when you get people to start working with you, it helps your consistency. How that has helped us is that there are days that we don't feel like doing chips. There are days you, don't, you are not just in the mood like, I don't feel like doing plantain chips. But because you already have a workforce that they will come and you have to make work available for them. It helps the business to stay consistent. And then you are also able to focus on some other important things that will move the business forward. So as the CEO of your business, it's important that you list out the tasks that you're engaging on a daily basis and rule out the ones that are less productive that you can easily give out to people and um, the ones that you know that these ones are really the activities that drive the money needle. You can focus on those ones. The fifth one says, uh, find a mentor or a group. I know uh, somebody has talked about that. Celebrate your accomplishments, no matter how small. That will help you to continue to push and to get to the finish line. And the last one I have here says, take time for yourself to recharge and relax. Like I said, don't try to do everything by yourself. Try to replenish your strength. It helps you when you rest you are able to become more productive. So I pray that the Lord will help us in our journey to be consistent in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Still on the consistency, she has already mentioned everything that is good for us to know. I will just run through the importance of maintaining consistency. Because consistency is considered a very good habit that if we maintain, we will succeed. Uh, um, we, we look at consistency in, in maintaining a standard, standard of uh, a product um, and also maintaining a value. Because if you have a value and you maintain the value consistency, one of the importance of doing that is that you can be trusted. People will trust you and they will trust your product. They will always want to come to you because they have confidence that this person is reliable. We can get what we want at the time that we want. And then number two, 
it also helps you to stand out. Because in the midst of so many people or in a competitive environment where you are not the only one that's doing or in that trade line, there are a lot of people. So, but when you are trusted, definitely that will make you stand out. Number three, it leads to the personal development of self-discipline and also self-control. Uh, because when um, you look at your life and you find out that people have given you that level of trust because of what you do, and at the same time, um, it makes you to stand out among all uh, your contemporaries, that alone will give you a sense of maintaining a certain discipline because you don't want to compromise. And at the same time, it will also give you um, a, a sense of self-control that you will not uh, want to compromise at that point because you don't want to lose the trust and confidence of people. Number four, it will further fast track your improvement in many areas of life because when you maintain a consistency in, uh, in your value and in your product, and then you are now uh, uh, people, you, you become uh, dependable. People can depend on you. People can always come to you and find what they want at a time. So not only in line of the business that you are doing, in other areas of your life, when you deploy same consistency, it will fast track your growth, in, even in your spiritual life, in your personal life, and in the way you relate with people. Number five, it elevates you to the level of accountability. Because by the time you discover that this consistency is giving me trust and I'm becoming dependable, at the end of the day, you are now um, accountable to what you do. You will be accountable to the trust that people have given unto you. You will be accountable to God for the talent and the skills that he has allowed you to acquire over a particular uh, uh, time. Um, a story was told um, on, about a woman who sells mango juice. So she leave her house early in the morning by 7 o'clock and she maintain that time consistently. And people can always trust her, come to buy that product and with a very good quality, good test that she wants. But um, eventually, the person that she's getting the mango from to extract the, the, the fruit, the juice, he now increases the price of the mango. So now she look at it and say, oh, I will not make more profit again because now the value, the, the cost at which I'm, um, I'm buying has increased. So let me compromise a bit. So in the process of the compromise, some people tested it and they felt that, oh, this is not the same mango that we are buying. So at that point, she has already compromised and started losing her customers. And when we look at our life and see that there is a value that we maintain and people trust us and they can depend on us or maybe they can say we can trust you with this money to go and do business. So in an event whereby our greed or some other uh, negative uh, qualities begin to creep in into that, it will ruin the whole of the effort that we have put in there. So in a business, it's very good that when you maintain a standard of a product, maintain it whatsoever it is, 
There is um, what you can do to ensure that people, because of that confidence, they can always come to buy if the standard is maintained. When we look at the product that is available in the market, there are some products that you can rely on them because you know that over 10 years back, 5 years back, 2 years back, and up till now, they did not compromise on the standard. And the same thing when it comes to our value. That is why a lot of people can be trusted maybe because they are in a particular level of life. And then eventually when they are elevated, they compromise in the value. At that point, we will not be trusted. So um, finally, it says um, there are three important things to note about consistency. Commit them to mind and make sure to live by them. Number one, consistency increases anticipation. Number two, anticipation increases return and loyal customers. Number three, return customers are the sole for sustainability in business. They recommend your product or services to others, not only in business, but if our life and the way we do our things attracted other people and they are confident in us, they will always recommend, it, recommend us to other people and in that manner, we will grow and expand. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much to all our speakers. Okay, we'll take question answer. questions, um, contributions, comments, based on what we've heard today, or even last week. Because for me, most of my questions are on passion, talent, purpose, you know, what are those things? How do you really identify them? For me, that's the biggest. Because if you can identify that, you know how to improve, you know how to stay consistent on it. So questions, comments, contributions... In fact, I went as far as going online. Is there really the same way we have this personality assessment thing? Do we have something, a tool to help you really prune down on your, on your passion, on your talent, on your, on your goals, on your purpose? And Santifumi me helped me to add something when I was asking for it. Passion, thank you. You know, is there really a tool to help you in addition to praying to God, seeking God's face? Because really, there are so many resources out there to really help us. Sister Lola? Okay, Uncle Bayo. Okay. Praise God. Okay, I, I have a question, and the question goes thus. Um, um, talking about consistency, um, the question I want to ask is, um, if, if you are, let's say you are, you are doing a, a particular um, business, and... Um, and you have another idea for another business again. Now, the one you've been doing before, you feel, ah, this business is not really giving me more profit, but this one is giving me more profit. Let me just put aside this one and focus on this. Can we term that as, as inconsistency in a way? Because we are, of course, I'm saying that if you want to do business, focus on it, do it to the, to the level that you succeed and all of that. Apply consistency, be dedicated. But you discover that that one you've been doing before is not really doing well. But this one is doing well. Can you just leave that one aside and focus on the other one? Is it, is, this is termed uh, inconsistency or is, it, or is it consistency if you are doing the other one? That's the question. Okay. All right, praise the Lord. Okay, um, let me try to answer this question. 
first of all, we need to understand something as Christians that God's purpose for us is is the is the is the peak. We need to understand that whatever God has placed for us, and that's I used to tell my wife something. I said, I asked, I used to ask, I asked her a question that what is that blueprint that God has given to me for me to be successful in life? So if I know that blueprint, there's nothing for me to be running, running because you can have like four things and be successful in it, but that's not the will of God. So you need to understand that whatever you're doing, let's say you're doing the first one. Because that one is not really thriving, or maybe the money is small, and the other one, you can still be correct. You can still be in the will of God doing that second one as well too. But the main thing there is that ask God, first of all, if the second one you are going into, if that's the line he wants you to go into, like I always say, let your A complement your B. So if I'm doing, if I'm, for example, now maybe I'm a graphic artist, and I also want, I said, okay, graphic, graphic is not paying me again. I also want to join, maybe I'm going into Forex. So the question I need to ask myself is, because there is money in Forex, does it mean that's the will of God for me to jump into Forex? Because Forex has money. So I need to ask God for the blueprint. Because definitely, if, you can, if God can download a blueprint for you, definitely, you, if you move with that blueprint, there is no how you will suffer. In quotes. Now, for me now, I, I, I know that right from Jabi, I had one or two things I was doing. But at the point, I just felt like these things, one of them could give me money very well. But I just felt that in my own way, like this is not the channel that God actually wants me to go through. And I said, okay, let me stop this thing because this one can actually fetch me more money. And the one I entered, in short, that one, it looked as if I was doing it for free. It was doing it for free. But let me tell you something. Whatever you do for free, one day we'll show you anyway a fee. And that's the honest truth. So it's not about... Honest on the mix. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not about it's not about you it's not as if you're not being consistent you are, you are being consistent but ask God for the blueprint of your life exactly and how you can be successful with that blueprint that he's going to give to you amen I don't have ranks but I just want to say that um, um, we can say everything is not money but at the same time it's important that it's important that you make reasonable profit for whatever it is that you are investing your time into. God is the owner of your life. He's the owner of the opportunity he's given you, the season he's given you, all the opportunities he's brought to you. So you want to make the most use of it. So if you are in something and it's not producing, financially speaking, in terms of money, there is a way you will know within you if this thing is, uh, if you need to find, we've said you have to talk to God. This microphone is disturbing also. Um, okay, I want to say that it's possible for you, for this one not to be working. My voice Okay, recording. Please, give me another mic. <laughs> All right. It's the same thing. You have to go forward. You have to go forward. I'm backing the speakers. Yeah. Oh, why didn't people say it since now? Sorry, man. Ah, Jesus. Please bring your own mic. <laughs> All right, so um, I want to say, you get it? Okay, I want to say that it's 
okay for you to move away from a product or from a business because it is not producing financially speaking seek the face of god first and foremost if you seek his face and you feel you should move away move away if you are making a mistake god is able to talk loud enough for you to hear and go back to it and if there is no issue of pride and there shouldn't be an issue of pride with you you should be able to go back if god says you missed me by moving away or shutting down that business. Do you understand? If you have to go back to it, you will go back. But if, before you come to a point where you are saying you are shutting down, I'm sure you would have prayed, you would have sought the face of God, you would have probably counseled your, sought the counsel of a couple of other people to say, you just don't come to a place where you shut down. We, we've been told, seek mentors. Ask for um, you know, people's um, input in what you are doing. Don't just stay by yourself and decide. Ask other people. It will take you a while. You don't arrive there in one day. It might take you a while for you to get to that place where you are saying you are, you are shutting down this business and starting something else. But it's, um, it's okay for you because one of the indices that you, will, you, that you would know whether you are supposed to shut down or not is, is this thing producing. Um, a man was given a talent and one of the things Jesus said, he said, why didn't you put it in a place where you will make profit from it? You, you remember, part of Jesus' trouble with the man is this thing did not appreciate. It didn't grow. It didn't become more. So if you are with something and it's not becoming more, if God needs you to stay with it, when you ask him, he will let you know that still stay with it. This thing is like bamboo tree. You still need more time. You will know in your Noah. But if you've checked and checked and you've waited a while and you feel, mm, I should, please go ahead. If you make a mistake, even before you eventually shut it down, God, God can send somebody to you. God can talk to you, but don't be afraid. You cannot stay with something because you don't want them to say you are not consistent. If you stay with that one and you are consistent and you get results, you will be listed among the people that are consistent in life. Now, will you not? Will we say because he left the first one? The people that are doing, um, you know, the Facebook that we have today, YouTube that, you know, YouTube started out with something. It's not what they are doing now that was their origin, original intention. No. So they left it. They moved into something else. So you must be able to move when you need to move. Okay? I hope that helps someone. All right. We have... It's a for me. Ladies first. Oh, okay. Oh. Uh, praise the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, still in line with uh, what Pastor Fumi was saying. You know, uh, when a topic of consistency was brought to the table, there are a lot of thought that may come into people's mind to begin to think that, okay, let me remain consistent in what I'm doing, whether it's yielding results or not. The truth of it is that diversification is required in any business that we do or in our areas of life so that we have that multiple stream of income. If, even if you have a passion over something, but... If it is not the will of God and you are not seeing result in it, you remain consistent then for how many years? You understand? So it's, it's, it's good that when you notice that you, this thing is bringing result to you, pray about it, hold on to it, and go for something that is giving you result. Not just to remain consistent on something that is not giving result and after all, it's not the will of God. One thing I know, okay, like uh, uh, um, Bro Enes was giving his personal example. I remember back then when I, after my NYC. All what I was doing is fish business, supply, uh, production, and all of that. And I was making a, a lot of money. And, and, and I felt, yeah, this is what God wants me to do. And then I realized later that God can give you something that you can do temporarily and then move you to another level. And in a time where you will still want to maintain consistency in it, if God loves you, he will fumble that business. That was what happened to me. He crushed that business just because he's giving me another thing else. So let us not hold on to something and say it is consistency because I've learned in this book to maintain consistency. No. 
we need to look at and then align with what God is doing, then hold on to something that will give us results. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, we have Dr. Sister Fumi and um, Brother Kenneth and um, Brother Kefas. <laughs> All right. Okay, so let me, let me add. Um, Jim Rohn said something. He said, um, profit is better than wages. Wages will make you a living which is fine. But profit will make you a fortune, which is super fine. Now, the point is this. Uh, in respect to consistency, we're not actually speaking about your ability to say, okay, I'm doing this thing. We die here. Either it's working or it's not working. I have the tenacity of a bulldog. If you look at most of those, um, you know, big, big brands, they actually started small. Some of them started from their garage. And some of them were just probably like, I think Nokia was just merely producing a battery or something like that. But at the, at the process of time, Nokia was able to metamorphose, in other words, transition to becoming a company that was producing phones. So now in respect to consistency, you, we also need to also research. You need to, well, yeah, there's a place for prayers going back to God, asking God for what he will need you to do at a particular period of time. But you also need to be a researcher. You need to check trend. What is trending? Because talent is not even enough. Yeah. If you feel you have talent and what you have passion for, your product or service, you are not the consumer of your product now. You need to check the market. What are people going for? What are people asking for? So there are tools you can use to search that, even on Google. You can go to Google Trend. When you go to Google Trend, type a topic. Is there a need for it? Is there demand for it? Someone said something, I think Brian Tracy, no, Robert Kurosaki, he said, see, there's a difference between the best-selling book and the best-written book. The best-selling book eh, is the one that put money in your bank in account. Bank account yeah. The best-written book <laughs> is the one that people will just clap for you. <laughs> Which one do we prefer? <laughs> you understand so the point is that you need to understand the demand you what is trending there are tools when you check those tools you identify I'm writing, for instance I'm writing a book is there a demand for the book if I write a book and people I search that people are not really crazy about the book because there are certain things that we know that a lot of people are discussing and one of the words that people mention very well on the internet is money. People want to make money. People want to have a better life. So in, if you have something that you're doing that you're able to add value for people such that they will have extra source of income, then I think it's something that people really want to listen. Okay? So I feel personally, apart from you going back to God and praying, asking God to help you, you also need to also research. Then secondly, in respect to what our brother asked, now you are doing something, it's producing results. You need to also ask yourself, what I'm doing, is it based on my direct input? Because that's wages. And I've also spoken about the, uh, the history of salary. Salary is a Latin word. It's called salarium. And the reason why the word came was because Roman soldiers will usually go out to fight war. So when they return from their battles, they will give them stipend. And this stipend is actually meant for them to buy salt. 
Because salt at that time was a major commodity. It was a necessity. Why do they need to buy salt in order to put their body and soul together? Okay, all right, so that was how it came. So if you are doing something that is dependent on your direct input and you're having a 24 hours in a day and you are also having an opportunity of something that you put your effort so much that will pay you in a lifetime, then you have a choice. You will not just directly stop what you are doing that is giving you daily income, which you refer to as cash crop. You keep doing it, but also you start building on what will pay you and your children for life. Amen. Amen. Okay. Thank you. Fashion goals. Thank you. Okay, doctor. Let doctor speak. The doctor has... Read the passage of the Bible. Talk about what I'm bio-saying. Luke. That should be Luke 13. I will read from 6 to 8. And Jesus told this story. A man planted a fig tree in his garden and came again and again to see if there was any fruit on it, but he was always disappointed. Finally, he said to his gardener, I've waited three years, and there hasn't been a single fig. Cut it down. It's just taking up space in the garden. The gardener said, Sir, give it one more chance. Leave it another year, and I give it special attention and plenty of fertilizer. If we get fig next year, fine. If not, then you can cut it down. What I'm trying to say is um, you must have looked at it critically to be sure that uh, you've given enough consistency. And uh, I want to add another word. You've persisted enough to be sure that varying away from that particular stuff, you're not going to, it's really the good idea after you've prayed. Because uh, there are some businesses that it looks as if they're not going to do well. But it might just be because of the timing. There are some businesses that um, the timing at that time might not be the right time. You're just doing it, but you have to look at a lot of things. You have to look at the prospect. You have to look at, uh, like I said, have you really been consistent? Have you done due diligence enough? Some people leave business because they, are, they, they weren't consistent, they weren't disciplined, and in the face of slight opposition, they said, this business is not working. So you have to be sure you've done all those things yeah, before you said it's not working. And starting a second business is not a hindrance to maintaining the other one if you build your capacity enough to handle the two. Multiple streams of income is what is encouraged. So you can have the other one without killing this if you have the capacity to do that. But in terms of um, saying you want to leave this, actually leaving that other one might be due to inconsistency. Do you understand? It might be because you've been inconsistent in that other one, that's why it's not working well. So what I want to say is you have to really do your analysis, do a deep thinking, and be sure that you've done all, and with God, that you, should, you need to leave. So because if you don't do that, in 10 years' time, you might come back that, ah, if I had known, if, eh, if I had known this, if I had known this, probably I wouldn't have done it. I think, like you said, like you brought it up now, you can also discuss with some people that in that area that are doing well, business advisors that can look at it with you from a different perspective. I can give you a fresh idea to see how the program, how the, how the thing, you know, you know, all this Facebook, all these things you are talking about, they innovate every day. 
you look at it, sometimes each innovation will mean that they should change their policy. They will just say like, that we've changed our policy, we've done this, you see some new thing that comes in. You understand? Mm-hmm. If they say this thing is not working, then we have issues. I think it's, that's what I think you need to do, or we need to do. Look at, it, look at our consistency, discipline, persistence, then with God. If we want to shift, we can shift. Amen. Amen. So thank you very much, everyone. Let's just um, have a word of prayer. Let's commit what we've heard today before God and um, ask God for you know, ideas for improvement. We've heard, we've heard a lot about improving our businesses, improving our career, improving on what we do. You know, it might involve taking a course, it might involve you know, going for a mentor, so many things. Let's pray that God will help us, that we will not be stagnant even on the job. You know, there's a tendency that you've worked on something for 10 years, for 5 years, you feel you're a master of it. No, there's always room for improvement. Let us pray God will help us to be committed to improvement, committed to excellence, committed to doing, you know, to, 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 be, to improve more on whatever we do. And also, grace for consistency. I'm telling you, it's not easy. You know, we've said, we've mentioned a lot about businesses and, you know, quite a number of them, only few people really do well because of consistency and they are disciplined. Let us pray for grace for consistency. This year, we have set our hands on the plow. We will not look back. God has blessed us with ideas, with businesses, with what we are doing, and we receive grace to stay on it. Even when it looks like we are not feeling like doing it, we are not feeling like going out, we just want to stay at home, we just want to you know, do other things. God will help us to be consistent in whatever we are doing in Jesus' name. And when it's really time to move, you know, as in when God is saying, you know, leave and go here, we should be, God will help us to be open to diversification. We are not just holding on to this one because we know we want to be consistent on it. You know, ultimately in all of this, that we hear God better this year. I think that is really, really, you know, paramount. Because as we open our ears to hear God, as we open our ears to receive and understand the mind of God concerning our lives, we are able to move in the direction that God wants us to go. In Jesus' name. Father, we give you praise. We give you all the thanks and honor. As we continue in the service, Lord, have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. We believe you were blessed as you listened. Join us for a Sunday service at Metamorphosis Christian Center, Stanford Dialysis Building, beside Africa International College, opposite Sun City, Kaura District, Abuja. You can link with us on Facebook and YouTube at Metamorphosis NG. Metamorphosis Christian Center, reaching, raising, releasing.